Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com man that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back get comfortable carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you i could stay here forever carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast that ain't dead yet, bitches. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. Today we're going to discuss a topic that makes a lot of people wince when they're trying to reach into their bag of excuses um, as to why they can't do stuff. (laughs) And that's making time in your schedule for yourself. Now let's figure out how the fuck one does this. Um, We're going to talk about some tricks that you can employ in your own life that may help and things that have worked for us personally. Yes. And first, before we dip into the episode at full speed, we want to make sure that this message about making time for yourself is in no way conflated with hustle culture because like no team no days off is like that's not what we're talking about no uh fuck hustle culture we do need to rest uh but there are times where we as individuals need to pull the reins in on ourselves and get our shit back together that is what this episode is about so now that that's out of the way let's fucking go yeah, let's not. We're not even gonna get started. So that's an episode for another day, my friend. How fucking toxic hustle culture is, and how much I fucking hate it. But yeah. good thing we're back every week from now on because we got plenty of shit to talk about. Because goddamn, is the internet an annoying place to hang out during the day? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so making time for yourself is important, and maybe making time for yourself is not being on your fucking phone all the time. We'll talk about that more. Self care, this self care, that. You hear the term self care so much on social media that it might now almost feel meaningless, but it shouldn't be. It's a very important aspect in making sure that your mental and physical health are at their best. There are a lot of reasons to incorporate time for yourself into your daily routine. And if you're an introvert like me, you need to recharge your batteries so you're not a raging bitch to the rest of the world. (laughs) I can be the same way. There's a word for that. I'm like extroverted, but also introverted sometimes. Uh I can't. An omnivert. That's what I am anymore as I've gotten older. Anyway, during your allocated time, you can do whatever you want. Reading, making music, video games, painting, meditating. Of course, working out could be that thing. But you knew this and that's why you're here. Uh, So example today of that 
and I'm sure we're going to get more into this a little bit later, but I do have to tell this story because I'll forget to do it later. <laughs> da, da, da. Today, I was like, you know what? I better go this morning to the gym or I'm not going to go today. I won't be, I won't have time to go today because by the time I get home, it's Valentine's Day when we're recording this. I have plans this evening mm -hmm. because I it's probably need to honor that with my yeah. partner. Um, so I'm at the shred shed. And I'm 20 minutes in. I've gotten through my first cycle of my workout and I get a phone call. You need to come down here because you can answer these questions and I can't. Like, Let me, I'm, then I'm worried because I'm not going to be able to eat until like one o'clock. So I'm like, I guess I'm getting this gas station fucking breakfast pizza. It's hey okay. man, sometimes you have to. It's less than the burrito I was going to get by like a hundred calories. I'm okay. Whatever. I get maybe 10 minutes from the office. I live quite far away from where our headquarters are. And I get another phone call. You know what? I actually don't think you need to come here. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is why I kept my crunch membership because of situations like this. Yeah. If I can leave for like an hour during the day over my lunch break or something like that. I get to there and I'm like, I haven't been in an actual gym in a really long time. And I'm like, nervous actually because i just like work out by myself whatever there's that anxiety see we get anxiety at the gym too guess what we're normal fucking people i went back yeah. to the gym we got a planet fitness membership several months ago yeah. just because i needed something because sometimes you just don't want to fucking work out in your house yeah and uh same thing like i was anxious the whole time i was there yeah i got through adjustment. it it was an additional hour it was fine but then i get to the office and the internet's out here and i'm like <laughs> Okay. I'm really glad I went, but now I'm even more behind because of whatever. Anyway, I made it a fucking point to have that hour and 15 yes. minutes for myself because I have mentioned this before on the podcast. I can get very like jump back on the excuse train very easily and come up with a multitude of reasons why not to do something. But I've had to constantly remind myself in the last few months, this is my hour to myself. I owe this to myself because I give so much to everybody else. I, yeah. I owe it to myself. That's my treat. <laughs> yeah. I'm anyway. glad you snuck in extra gym. I wondered what you were doing in that hour when you were really quiet. I figured you yeah. probably went and finished the rest of your workout. Yeah. I was Dude. like, I, I'm getting this in today. I'm not. Uh, our, no. uh, the fate of this episode was very in the balance of not going to happen this morning if if life would have had its way because between fucking puking cats mm -hmm. and IBS and the internet going out and Sasha needing to go put out fires like this shit almost didn't happen. And this is why we took an accidental six month sabbatical. Shit happens. You get busy. Sorry about Don't it. Don't let your fitness or even your mental health be that thing that gets pushed aside. Um, when you give yourself this time to reflect and breathe, you can start to kind of see what kind of self-care your brain and body requires. It's this weird thing that happens when you sit still. You figure out like you listen to yourself. Um, a lot of people distract themselves as a way to escape from reality to the point where it's a detriment in our society at this point. Uh, we have yeah. a lot of Delulu running around in the fucking world these days. Um, but self-reflection is a very important tool that you should have in your kit. Um, you start to or understand yourself more, um, why you tick. And when there's no one around that you can like have to feel like you have to impress, you can just be yourself. Like if you're yeah. kind of... This sounds like a weird conversation to have, but I know that this is going to strike a chord, especially with the mom section of our listeners. When you get so busy for so long and you're so focused on everybody but yourself, you can fucking forget who you are. Mm. It happens. Yes, it really does. Um, 
it happens to me sometimes and I'm not a mom. So I can only fucking imagine if you're like the primary caregiver of a family, how difficult this is. But you need to make some time for yourself. It doesn't have to be 85 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Like it just needs to be something so that you can make sure you're still tethered to your spaceship and you're not going to lose your fucking mind. Absolutely. So the <laughs> this came up because this is going to I don't I don't think I ever shared with you what video it was or who the creator was. I know that the female listeners of our podcast are going to know exactly who I'm talking about and probably a lot of the men too. It's the wood chopping guy. It was actually an advertisement essentially it was like you know they just have product placement in there for C4 mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious. But basically <laughs> It really struck a chord with me because it was like, it's such a simple concept, but you have an hour for yourself every single day. Like you at least, oh, whatever that looks like, it doesn't have to be the gym. For me, that is what it is right now because that's how I blow off steam. Yeah. I forgot how wonderful it feels when you're able to do that. So that's where that, the idea. Throwing around weights instead of fucking kick in a pack of paper towels to get your frustration yes <laughs> what's that <laughs> <laughs> research has also shown that spending time alone can be powerful in helping people boost self-esteem yes it can yes people usually view themselves as loners if they choose not to spend a, a time alone but making that choice consciously doesn't feel lonely at all time is a gift like mm-hmm. remember that like we only have a finite and nobody knows how much that is in their life time on this earth when you prioritize yourself it bleeds into everything else i feel like a better leader i feel more impactful i feel more um creative which i had lost sight of for a little while i felt like like it wasn't adding anything but making sure that i'm prioritizing myself for at least an hour a day like that's the very least i could do for myself like yeah time is a gift and you get to spend time with yourself which like Actually, you should be bragging about how awesome you are. And I think that you get to know yourself a lot better when you actually set aside time for yourself to enjoy the things that you actually enjoy. Other researchers also suggest that time alone can help you experience freedom, creativity, spirituality, and intimacy. Again, because you get time to think. Like Mm -hmm. this magic thing happens when you get to think. I mean, some people don't think, and that's a problem in and of itself that I'm not even going to fucking touch on today. But Like, the quiet alone time is Sadie Thinky time at my house. Like, I do all my best creative work after my husband goes to bed. I fed the cats. They're taking whatever nap before they decide to get the 4 a.m. zoomies and terrorize our house. That is me time. That's time where if I want to fucking play Destiny mindlessly for four hours until I fall asleep, I'll do that. If I have a podcast episode to work on, cool. If I'm reading a book, I'll... Like, it doesn't have to be the same thing every time. And mine just happens to be at, like, 2 a.m. because, well, I am a neurodivergent night owl. Um, (laughs) but it happens as long as you get your time in, that's what fucking matters. That's all that matters. And it can be difficult depending on how much your executive function works. Hello, ADHD and autism speaking. I don't fucking know. You guys function out there. What's it like to have a good executive function that actually works? Cause I can't relate. Like I get analysis paralysis standing in my kitchen, trying to decide if I want to get a cup of water or a cup of juice. Um, (laughs) But this this can be hard if you have shitty executive function like myself. We pulled this list from an I pulled this list from an article pretty much verbatim because the list was so good. We didn't think it needed any changes. Mm-hmm. Links, as always, are in the show notes on the website as soon as I remember to post them. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's a list from a blog post. The full blog post is in the show notes, but it's really good. And it's 10 things to help you better allocate time for yourself. Exactly. Number one, express your needs. 
it is not anyone else's job. And if you need a Kickstarter on reminding yourself that it's not anyone else's job for your responsibilities to yourself, we, have we an did episode. an episode on that. Uh, <laughs> it's no one else's job to guess what you need either. So if yeah. you're in dire need of free time alone for your mental health, it's important to say that. I actually had this, it wasn't a problem, but I needed to say it out loud to further validate myself and express, like just express out loud that I needed that. It's never, ever, ever been a problem for some days, most days I start work at like six o'clock in the morning, which whatever, but <laughs> I'll try, I, I try to leave now at four. If the back half of my day, I know that I can through Friday to go to the gym, like whether that's 30 minutes, whether that's 45 and it's never an issue. I just needed to say it out loud because one that further validated me, mine, this goes into letting your friends and family know that you need to take time for yourself. And then you can think of ways that you can ask for their support to get that time. If you really are struggling to figure it out. Sometimes yeah. it's as simple as just saying it out loud. Yeah. Speak it into existence. We say that about a lot of shit in the world when it doesn't matter. Speak it into existence. No, actually speak it into existence. This is important. For instance, you could get an accountability partner who takes also takes time for themselves. Mm -hmm. We have spoken at great lengths about how great we think accountability partners are in yeah. and outside of the gym. Um, number two, question your guilt. This one hit me hard. <laughs> As a fucking recovering people pleaser, this one was tough. Mm -hmm. Question your guilt. Do you feel guilty about taking time for yourself? If you have mom guilt, explore why. Don't push it back. Don't make it go, like, don't ignore it. That's the whole thing that we need to be better about um, as Americans in general uh, is acknowledging our emotions and instead of pushing them away or running from them you just fucking deal with them yeah because uh i don't know if you check the news lately but people are fucking crazy <laughs> um and uh we need more people to be checking their fucking emotions for their own mental well-being in this world so if you have mom guilt explore it don't push it back ask why your guilt is a key part of performing inner work why do you feel this guilt yeah exactly asking yourself why you feel guilty for taking a little time for yourself forces you to, and, you know, not just, you know, taking the time for yourself and acknowledging that you need that, like that is, can be a huge step for people. But then when you feel that guilt, you got to address why. Yeah. There's an underlying thing there. And whether that's talking it out with a friend over some coffee or whatever that looks like for you, if you, if you need to explore that topic with a therapist, like there are, you know, a multitude of assets out there that are available to you, but you've got to address that. Uh, it makes things so much easier in the long run because you can then acknowledge why that is and then start repairing that within yourself. Yep. You can also journal about it for real, write down every reason behind the guilt and then dig deeper and ask whether, uh, ask yourself whether those reasons are actually true. Because a yeah. lot of times we'll like say shit to ourselves. We've also done an episode on this. That self-talk is like incredibly empowering, but can also be incredibly hurtful um, to future goals and growth in general. Yeah. It just depends on how you're framing your self-talk. How you speak to yourself is so fucking important. So, for example, let's say you feel guilty because your family needs you. Now, while this may be true that your family does need you, will time for yourself truly prevent you from sustaining that need? Will it? 
No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, I know some people are super, 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 super busy and they're like, no, I absolutely do not have time. Then make that hour 15 minutes. The point is to make time for yourself. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know if this will make sense to everybody, but this is how I theorized this hour to myself. Like, I had to go through what I was doing when I got home. Like, how was I allocating my time to myself before? Rotting in bed, scrolling on TikTok. If I have an hour to do that, I can go to the fucking gym. Right. Like, let's be serious. Everybody needs that. And I'm not shitting on that because I do that quite often. Like, rotting is my favorite thing on earth. But um, I have a great quote. I'm going to circle back to rotting after you tell this story. <laughs> okay. So remind me, please. So I, I just had to, especially during the week, like, I, I just need to prioritize that before I get. to myself was like okay like if I have time to do that after I've made dinner or after I've done my chores or whatever then I have time to walk across the street <laughs> and work out for 20 minutes 30 right. minutes an hour whatever that means um so you have to really come back to like what do you really need from yourself like couldn't you be more helpful and supportive like for your family if you were well rested and you were able to recharge by taking some time for yourself like Maybe you need a nap and that's your hour to yourself. And finally, what are some of the needs that like maybe your family could help you meet? Like how could they be more encouraging? You kind of just have to like verbalize those things. So circling back to what your quote was that you were going to share. Oh, yeah. So uh, GQ did an interview with Ben Mendelsohn uh, recently, and they asked him, so what do you get up to when you're not working? And he goes, I try and do nothing. My basic desire in life is to work and lay around and just do as little as possible. I really like idleness. This is especially pertinent if you are a creative person. Mm. Um, if if you do your job is any creative capacity whatsoever, like you need to be taking time for yourself to recharge your shit. Yeah, uh, a thousand percent. I so on Saturdays, typically, unless it's football season, and this is probably why I lean this way outside of football season, <laughs> I try not to work. Right. I know damn well Sunday I'm going to have to work, not all day, but at least half a day or at least for like three hours or so. Right. So that's my day to like, that's my full on rest day. I don't do anything. Maybe I'll do some laundry and shit like that, but like, I don't really do much. I don't do any work. I might go to the gym. I might walk my dog, but I'm not really doing anything. I mean, that works. You don't really need to. Yeah. Like that's, that's another, that's another, this isn't even like self-care. This is just like a, that's another way to, to divvy up your time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all about how how you make your time work for you. Um, I feel like we had this conversation with Dr. Fit and Fabulous like 85 million years ago in season one of the podcast where we talk about how um, your time is a teeter-totter mm -hmm. and it's just balancing which sides of the teeter-totter are needing your attention right now. Um, and unless someone has an emergency, you don't need to be at everyone's beck and call at all times. Even in the case of an emergency, you don't always have to be everyone's savior. Learn to fill your cup first before pouring it. I was talking to my friend about this. He was uh, he was at therapy and he's like, sometimes I just they're so my kids are so loud. I just need a break and I, I want to scream. And his therapist goes, put headphones on. Yeah. And he goes back. Well, then I can't hear them. She goes, you have eyes. You can see them. Mm -hmm. Take an auditory break. And I was like, fucking brilliant. 
This is yeah. the shit you learn in therapy, by the way. If you've never been, this is the shit that they teach you in therapy. How to short, how to like fix the short circuits in your brain for the most part. Yeah. Well, Sometimes they, it works for some brains. Sometimes it doesn't. But you should at least give yourself a chance to try it. And that's like what they're there for. Like they're not giving the same information and advice to every single person. It's no. very individualized because every person has their tics, their quirks, their trauma. <laughs> yeah. And and how everybody that that's something that's really this is gonna be like just a side tangent episode apparently, but that's something that's really been Are, important. Isn't every episode though. <laughs> really? Like honestly. <laughs> but like that's like learning and understanding how other people operate. Everybody intakes information differently. Everybody mm -hmm. learns differently. Everybody receives information differently and coaching and things like that. You're not exempt from that. So learning how to how you intake information and understanding and like harnessing that learning how you take coaching or construct i don't like to say constructive criticism i like to say constructive information mm -hmm. because criticism like has such a negative connotation it really it does anymore. it does and so like if you need to understand that about other people then why would you be exempt from needing to know those things about yourself? I guess right. is what I'm getting at. Yeah. If this is something that you do struggle with, start small before you tackle a huge topic. Like you got to you gotta uh, crawl before you walk, right? Practice saying no to smaller things that people ask from you. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to overextend yourself because you're being a nice person. Yeah. You know you're what's not nice? allowed to say no about shit. Yes. Whenever you, know you want. Not nice. Saying you might go to something or saying yes and committing to something, knowing full well you don't have the battery power to be able to do that. You're letting yourself down, one, by not advocating for yourself, but two, by over-promising on something you know you're not going to deliver on. Yep. So something I had to learn crash course and what not to do with your life uh you, i mean you can do whatever you want this is, this is how the podcast was born honestly so i mean we're here for it yes go but i i straight up just had to start being like you know what i'm probably not going to show up to that and it's no offense on you it's because i worked 60 hours this week and i really just i need I, the balance for me sometimes is not being able to go see people and do things, which yeah. that's that's the bargain I've struck. You know, like I still my family is important, but I had I used to always say yes to everything. And I just had to stop doing that because I always felt like shit when I knew damn well I wasn't going to do that. But then other people felt like shit and then stopped reaching out because what's the point? You know, right. everybody gets to that point. Just advocate for yourself. It's it's can be scary. But by saying no to things or declining and like maybe, okay, let's set up a time next month when I can actually plan this out and make sure I have that time allotted, yep. it just takes a little bit more planning. So you could say, I'm really bad at this one. Uh, <laughs> one of these things too is you can say no to someone when someone requires your attention immediately Yeah. while you were actually headed for the shower. I'm fucking terrible at this. I am a fixer too. So when someone reaches out with an issue or a problem or any, and it doesn't even need to be a problem or needs help with something, I feel like I have to address it immediately because it needs to be fixed right away. Right. When I could really just take my shower and then address it later. The sky isn't falling. We're not in a zombie movie. Like it can wait five minutes for me to wash my fucking hair. Right. 
I mean, okay. if you are in a zombie movie, at least you know me. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're, good. we're good. I live through fucking post Maria Puerto Rico, which is apocalyptic fucking wasteland. I got this shit licked for the zombies, baby. You yeah. just got to drive across town. That's our that's our biggest barrier in our friendship. We just got to drive across town. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're both homebodies and we've accepted it. It's fine. Yeah. But like, okay. that's the thing. Like, Sasha will be like, hey, you want to come over? And I'm like, I don't know. Are people going to be drinking? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, mm, I'm probably going to stay alone. Yeah. It's okay. She doesn't think any less of me. I'm not an asshole. Like, it's fine. You're allowed to put your line in the sand. Everybody has boundaries. Everybody has needs. Respect your own as mm -hmm. much as you respect other people's. For fuck's yeah. sake, please. Like, if, if you take anything away from this episode, if you're going to not listen to anything I say besides this, cool. Make time and respect your time the way that you respect other people's time. You need yep. to make those concessions for yourself. I get that everybody wants to be the seen as the nice, helpful person, whatever. That's fine. Every You can be nice and helpful while still respecting your own boundaries and limitations. Yeah. Some people might not really appreciate your new style if you're a former people pleaser, but that's their fucking problem. They're not you. They don't live your life. They don't deal with your daily battles. And Fuck they've them. probably gotten used to taking advantage of that. You know what? That's why they're upset. People get real pissed when you set boundaries when they're the ones that are taking advantage of those boundaries. Fucking remember sure that. Do. Fucking remember that. It doesn't matter if it's your mom, if it's your sister, if it's an ex. It's the same fucking story. A, a fucking acquaintance that you met on Discord. It does not matter. People that hate boundaries will be pissed when you set one. Yep. Take note of that and yeet those fucking people from your life. Absolutely. They're Fast and hard. They're not worth their time and they were probably like siphoning you of energy, your energy vampires anyways. ain't nobody so, got time for that shit uh you got to block out me time every yes. week or every two weeks or every day if that's what you need if you've got children a partner other crucial responsibilities you've just you have to prioritize claiming a block of time every week to have time for yourself away from that everyday stuff it will help keep you sane Yes. It will restore your battery. Yes. And we're not even, yeah, we're using the fitness angle. Yeah, you might want to use that hour a day to work out if that's what you have time right. for. But if you have 15 minutes to just do some breathing exercises, listen to some brown noise and chill, fucking go. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. Like, your partner should do the same, though. So if you're blocking out me time, this is where the accountability buddy happens. And this is perfect because this one's right in your house. So every caretaker should have undisputed time for themselves so that they can recharge and come back fresh. This counts for the moms. This counts for the dads. This counts for the days that have kids. I don't care who you are, what gender role you are in your fucking relationship. You need to take a break for yourself. Yep. It, like you uncompromisable. Like period. Yeah, um, it's it's not possible to get this time for yourself every week, then that's fine. Try every two weeks instead. Alternate weeks with your partner or with the other people that you're sharing responsibility with. So Wednesday evenings could be me night and that could be me night for you or it could be me night for your partner. It could be me night for your both. Yeah. Just depends on what your setup looks like. Yep, we have. And, and there's nothing wrong with having the same week over and over again. No. Like. Every single week is set up the exact same way in our house. I look forward to that, but I'm also a very, I'm a huge routine person. Mondays, we watch a movie. Tuesdays, we play hockey. Wednesday, we go out with our friends. 
Thursday we watch a movie. We watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Friday he plays thumb hockey. I watch Dateline. Thumb hockey is that what we're calling video game hockey now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His buddies come over. They play thumb thumb hockey. Maybe our neighbors will come up Saturday. I'm feeling that <laughs> we have our neighbors over, and then Sunday is just kind of like we don't really hang out a ton on Sunday. We watch a movie <laughs> on Sunday night, uh, and this is a lot during the winter. Like we go out and do things in the summer and things like that. But like, it's okay to have just an established routine. It gives you things to look forward to. I yeah. look forward to Wednesdays. Yeah. I really do. Cause I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be a little shorter day. We usually do things around six o'clock, but I'm also in bed earlier that night, but I had a good time with my partner and a couple of our friends. Like right. I love, and not everybody loves routine. Sometimes people like chaos and that's okay. As long as it's organized and constructive chaos, like, you know, it's still self, it's still self care, you know, Yeah. whether that's maybe, maybe you want to order some chicken fingers and play some fucking video games. Like it doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're taking the time and setting it aside. Yeah. If you don't have a partner, reach out to people close to you. Yeah. Um, these people can be friends, family. Maybe you could go to a cat cafe. I don't know. Like whatever. Oh, those are the best. Like, like whatever suits your fancy, like going out, hanging out with some cats at a bar and drinking or like a cat bar, you know, drinking some coffee. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. At least you're doing something for yourself that you enjoy with people that you enjoy. And it doesn't even have to be someone in your face-to-face, -face, like, daily contact. It right. can be an internet friend. Like, I have, mm -hmm. fuck, dude, my gaming friends are my second family. Like, I hang out with them all the time. Like, they hear all the stupid stories I tell you. So, yeah. like, they're, they, you know, it doesn't matter who, who it is or what role they hold in your life. Like, just make sure that you have a point person that you can lean on when shit gets hard. And that doesn't have to be in a romantic, like, situation. Like, that can be a platonic situation. Like, fuck. I mean, how many friends do we have in our circles that, like, we see them put up a fucking tweet or an Instagram that makes you kind of raise an eyebrow. And, like, everybody's like, okay, are you okay? Mm -hmm. You good? I know I haven't talked to you in, like, six weeks. I'm still alive, too. But are you okay? Like, yeah, you need those people. Um, Absolutely. And as someone that has a very long history of pushing people away, and being hyper independent as survival tactics to make it to the point in my life where I've been this far. Like when that is your MO, it is very difficult to defuse that. Yeah. Um, it is really hard to let yourself trust people again. It's really hard to let people in on your life. It's really fucking scary to be vulnerable with people, even though you know they've got your back and would fucking throw and take a punch for you. Mm -hmm. Like that's just hard. It's difficult and it can be scary. But what do we know? We can do hard things. Yes, we can. Yes, so, we fucking can. That includes like, setting boundaries yes. at work. Oh, God. Work so, boundaries are so important. <laughs> they are. And I'm mm. very, I'm personally very bad at this, but I'm very good at creating them for other people. Uh, your employer is important <laughs> to you since they provide you with a job, but you are just as important to them, if not more. I, I mean, that's uh, what have, makes you a good manager first. <laughs> Second, I've, this is something we need to work on. <laughs> I know. I, I found myself on the side of TikTok where it's millennial leaders or oh, directors yeah. or whatever. Um, if you don't know and you're new here or something, I'm the sports director for a local sports media company in Omaha. Heard that sports. One, the one, oh, that, that corner, yes. that corner over yeah, there, over there. Um, and I came across one that was just like, I don't care if you're going to be late. 
I just need to know that you're going to be late. I don't need yeah. it. I don't, it, I don't, I don't need to know why it's none of my business. Shit happens all the time. I'm not going to, you know, as long as I know what's going on, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. I don't need you to ask permission to take time off unless it's March, which is very busy. I do need you to ask, <laughs> but it, it, it's, there are exceptions. There are, but I also feel like I, this is dumb. I don't even want to include this in the podcast. Sometimes I feel like I can't, I shouldn't take time off, not because they couldn't handle it without me, but because I so much love being a part of everything that we're doing. Yeah. I don't want to miss out. Like I get FOMO when I take a couple of days off. I'm like, oh man, everything looks so awesome. Thank you guys. <laughs> it's but the- that's why you hired them because they right. are awesome and they do yeah. good shit. Like setting boundaries at work. That's been, dude, it's so hard as a broadcaster to set boundaries mm. in your job. It is. Um, it, it really is. Everything's um, changing all the time and there's always something happening. It's even more pressing now than it used to be because yeah. we love to hate the internet. But I mean, it gives us so much good shit. But at the same yeah. time, if you're a media personality, you have to be ready to fucking roll 25, 8, 366. Yeah. Like, you never know. I, I don't envy news people. No. I don't envy news people at all living in this fucking society. You know how glad I am I decided to go into entertainment radio instead of news radio? Yeah. Fuck. Um, but like, it's so hard to make boundaries at work. But the thing is, once you, this is the thing about boundaries in general, but especially at work, people fucking notice this shit because they only notice the curated work version of you. Mm -hmm. So when you make adjustments to the curated work version of you, they notice quickly. So you just move that line a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And unless someone really fucking steps over it, then you're like, whoa, motherfucker, you need to stop. However, Mm -hmm. You need to set those boundaries. This is a conversation that I have with one of my colleagues at work who is in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And she is still very much, she's been doing radio for, as I mean, she's been doing radio since she was like 19. So she's been doing radio for quite a while. And she is still very much, you can tell she's still kind of locked into the old school radio mindset of I need to be here for anything, no matter what. And I'm like, yeah. girl, we got studios in our houses. Let's go home and beat traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm that coworker. I am finally, like, they brought me in and I'm the young one in the building. So I'm, like, making everybody lax by association. Yeah. Um, But it's good. Like, you need that shit to have a healthy culture in your workplace. Oh, my God. And for yourself. Somebody asked this the other day. And, like, to some people, this may come off as, like, I'm not giving anybody a pass. Like, everybody works very hard here. Um, like, incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. And I think fact, sometimes, I've, I've hung out there. Everybody's fucking running constantly. <laughs> sometimes I think uh, if we told and explained how things operate around here, like I'm very encouraging of like somebody reached out and was like, hey, I can only take this CrossFit class these days, but I can't get in until 1030 or 11. I'm like, you're in coverage most nights. I don't care. That's yeah. fine. Like, thank you for letting me know. Or I'm like you know you're going to work this weekend. Like maybe you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday coverage just because it happens to be a hectic week. If you need to take off the front half of the week to compensate for that so you have time for for yourself, just let me know. Yeah. You want to work from home because you need to get caught up on stuff? Just let me know. I just need to know. That's encouraging like setting boundaries is also something that like just needs to be a part of the workplace. Like I had a again tangent i had a gal that <laughs> like started with one right <laughs> yes i had a gal that started but it does go along with the boundaries thing um that started with us in the very 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 beginning and she came to me after we covered an event in the summer this is 
the summer before last. So I guess two years ago, what a year and a half ago, whatever. And she was crying and she was like, I don't want to have this conversation, but I don't like sports. I, I am not having a good time. And I just gave her a hug and I'm like, you know what? We will, you are such an asset to this company as a whole. Like we will find something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Sports is not for everyone. It's a lot of nights. It's a lot of weekends. It's a lot of like. You have to if, really love sports to cover sports. Do you like sports or do you love them? Because yeah. there is a difference. I learned this in college that I yeah. like sports. Yes. <laughs> like you enjoy sitting on your couch and consuming yeah. them. Not I enjoy them. the end product that y'all put together for me. Yeah. So I, I just, I gave her a hug and I was like, we will find something else for you to do within the company that you do enjoy. But I thanked her profusely for advocating for herself and saying something because a yeah. lot of times people don't. And she now is, we have a podcasting arm too, Herd at Media. Go yeah. check it out. Um, but she's a fantastic podcast producer, like flourishing, like growing, happy, smiling, started her own podcast. I know but who had this she is and all of this makes me fucking like makes my heart sing because I know how like frustrated she was and how scared like she was yeah. when that whole situation came and down. I was like, so that dude, makes me so happy. I, I'm so I'm just so glad that you came to me and said something because a lot of times people feel like they have to stay pigeonholed into something yeah. but like you don't. There's got to be other opportunities if you like the company that you're with to be able to grow and flourish. But that is setting a boundary, setting yeah. a boundary by saying, I, I don't like this. Like that's you're okay. Allowed. You are allowed yeah. to not like everything. Um, but I, I was just happy that she advocated and set that boundary because it can be scary, especially younger people that are just entering the workforce. Like, yeah, she's she had just graduated college and I'm like, dude, you're good. Like, you're good. We'll, we'll figure something out for you. I just want you to be happy when you walk in this building. And that is now, yes, I, we do work for this company. However, <laughs> they take very good care of their employees. Like that's the sign of a healthy workplace culture. Um, if you don't have room for a conversation with your boss at your job, then maybe it's time to start looking for a new job. Just saying like, if they don't you allow you, don't have you to, be to like, have like autonomy or yeah. opinions, like that's a bad sign. That's a red flag. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess we'll get Love back. your mom, friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Learn from our misery. Me at Test Kitchen. <laughs> I was <laughs> just be our new fucking slogan. Where I didn't feel comfortable and I was scared and I felt like I constantly had to be on and constantly taking everything on. I was so fucking miserable there. Yeah, it eats I you alive. the people I worked with, but I did not enjoy feeling like at any moment in time, if I wasn't constantly on and wasn't perfect, that I would be replaced. Yeah. So anyway, back to our list. <laughs> you shouldn't feel like that at work. No, you, you should. Do, you probably need to consider some things. Yes. Uh, take a solo lunch break. <laughs> yes, yes. Eating lunch with teammates can be a great way to participate in the company culture. This is especially true if your employer hosts fun activities at work during this time. Um, I love stuff like that. One, because I like food. Uh, but two, <laughs> I actually like my coworkers now, I also so I enjoy like, stuff like this I also too. enjoy my coworkers. So it, it is a, a bonding experience. You you should enjoy going to work. I know that that sounds weird because of the culture surrounding work and jobs and things like that has been a certain way for a very long time, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, sometimes, though, you need alone time more than bonding time. So don't feel guilty about taking your lunch break alone from time to time. 
Like, even if that's in your office, like plugging in a sweet playlist and just like devouring Burn your, your headphones on. Yeah. Yep. Like make a date with yourself. A date doesn't always have to be with other people. You can make a point to make a date with yourself on your calendar, just like you would if you had a date with a loved one. Respect the commitment to the date. This is like working out. Respect it. Mm-hmm. It's there. Acknowledge it. Don't fucking ignore it because you know you need it. Yes. Hold uh, yourself to that responsibility and accountability. You did. Yes. You could How many look times out. Have we said that. Today? Like, <laughs> put that on your bingo card. Uh, have a little snack, a little piece of popcorn every time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> during your date, try activities that you've always wanted to try. No mm-hmm. one can disagree with you. You wanted to pay, take that. It doesn't have to be a wine painting course, but one of those painting classes. Paint a picture of your cat or your dog. You can go do that. You know, one of my favorite things to do was when I lived in Puerto Rico, take solo vacations away from my husband. Mm. Not because I don't love my husband. He's my favorite fucking person on the planet. He has seen me in all forms. He knows what (laughs) fucking crazy kind of pose beast Medusa monster I can be when I'm not well. And he still chooses to hang out with me. However, you need to take time for yourself. And it was a strange concept at first. Like, trust me, I got plenty of side eye from my fucking family when I was like, yeah, I'm going to come back and do a vacation by myself. My mom's like, is everything okay? Are you going to get divorced? It's like, lady, back the fuck up. First of all, I don't even like you enough to give you that information in my fucking life. Second, this is my my relationship and none of your fucking business. Yeah. Again, this is what narcissists do. However, Take fucking time for yourself. I used to take 10 day long vacations where I would fucking come. Usually I'd just come back to Omaha, but I'd come mm-hmm. spend a week and a half in Omaha and stay here in this bedroom because it used to be the guest room yeah. when Jake owned this house. Um, but I used to just come back and crash here for 10 days. And did I do anything crazy? No. Did I spend many hours and hundreds of dollars by myself at Target? Yeah. No. But there was no one here to tell me no. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. You can also try doing nothing at all. Oh, uh, that's you my don't favorite. always have to be doing something to be productive. Yeah. In fact, Dissociate. you don't always have to be doing anything at all. So while planning a date for yourself can be a great way to experiment with something new, you can also give yourself time and space to do nothing. Rot in your bed and scroll TikTok if that's what you want to do. Hell yeah. Like doing nothing, though, also can mean staying off of technology. So if you want to make it a technology detox, then then make some coffee or grab a soda or whatever tea, whatever your drink of choice is. Go find a good window. Bonus points if you have a cat in front of it. Sit in front of it and just fucking breathe and look outside. Mm -hmm. It is proven that nature reprograms your brain. You should try to get into nature or get a view of nature as much as humanly possible. I take the extra long way to the bathroom from my office at work just so I can pass the fucking wall of windows on my way instead of walking through the office suite and getting the artificial light it's little shit like that that just like in the instant that I walk out and I feel that sunlight I feel like a human again I'm just like oh my god so make that time for yourself and make sure that you are actually taking good time to rest and recover Find ways to be alone together with loved ones. It is possible to spend time together with your loved ones, but on your own. So this way, everyone can be alone, but still feel surrounded by those that they love. Now, what the fuck does this mean? Maybe you've heard the term parallel play before when it talks about two little kids that are in the same room sitting next to each other, not having a conversation, coloring in two entirely different coloring books, but sharing the same crayons. Yeah. Parallel play. So what's that idea? Yes. Uh, For example, you could plan an hour of quiet reading time for everyone in your household. Uh You can put on some soothing background music, light a candle, sit close by someone you care about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
sometimes it's it's literally just as simple as as grabbing a book and that's what you you decide to do with your partner. Yeah, the kids have homework for the kids have reading homework. Cool. Go pour a glass of whatever, grab your book and pop in your headphones. Like mm-hmm. just go zone out. People need to be better at disassociating. <laughs> like yes. this sounds so fucked. This sounds so fucked because dissociation sometimes is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um my brain goes in and out of it at will. But some people need to be better at it. You need to fucking unplug your brain sometimes. We live in a culture that we are bombarded with information every waking moment and while we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. We wake up to a fucking avalanche of terrible shit that happened overnight when we check our phones every day. Yep. Like that takes a mental toll on us. We don't realize it because it's happening every day, but this is what's desensitizing us to all the fucking violence that's happening in the world around us. This is what's slowly making us go crazy. And this yep. is why you need to do something about it. Yes. Um, And last but not least, of course, you knew we were going to get to this. Implement an exercise routine. Find a form of physical exercise that you enjoy. And we've gone fucking 85 million different ways about this. So you know Mm -hmm. this. But this can be a great way to spend time with yourself. And that exercise routine can greatly improve your physical health and well-being. And we talk about that all the time. So this is nothing you don't already know if you're not new here. No. And sometimes I always say the goalpost move. So I used Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. a get up at four in the morning, do your shit. Like, you're ready for the day. Rah, rah, rah. You were worked out and had breakfast and at work by the time, like, most people would even wake up and think about making coffee. Yes. Like, literally, I was, like, up at sometimes 3.30, sometimes 4, done with my workout, ready to go, had already eaten breakfast, had prepped my food for the day, all of that. Sometimes those goalposts move, and it's not even that it's your goals, it's just how life evolves and yeah. continues to to move with you. Now, if I want the balance because I have to be working by 6.30 most mornings, I'm not getting up at 3 in the morning no. to work out. That's not a thing that works for me right now. We were also in our 20s then and required a lot less sleep. Right, exactly. <laughs> I have to, if I get less than, less than five sounds insane. I'm like average six. I'm so, physically ill if I get less than six. Yeah, I am a zombie. Like I that we were supposed to record last week. I played hockey, a late hockey game. It didn't start till 9:45. I don't oh know why God. they always make those rec games start so late. <laughs> Softball know. does that too. It's like why are you starting a game at 10? It's ridiculous. It's so Tuesday. you don't get home by the time it's at a the furthest rink away from our house. By my house. Yes. So we don't get home till 12 <laughs> o'clock. You know, by the time you get into bed, it takes me a second after I'm adrenaline dumping from playing a hockey game. So it was last week and I, I was a zombie for two fucking days. I got, cause you went to bed at like two, right? And it just completely threw you off. Clock almost, but still it was like, I got, I had to be up by, I had to be up by six. So I had like four hours and 45 minutes sleep. Worked all day, but also had a game to cover that night and didn't get home till 12 the next night. When I tell you I was a fucking zombie on Thursday, like I 
I literally like did what I had to do, went home at two and I like, I don't ever take naps, especially not naps that are more than like 20 minutes. I slept for two hours. Oh, you took a Sadie coma. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> my naps are at least two hours. If I don't get two hours, that ain't napping. <laughs> but that, I mean, I can't like there, like sometimes my schedule like legitimately does not allow me to do that. And if I want to see and spend time with my family, which is a balance that I have to I don't want to say the word compromise on, but that I have to make a priority to see and hang out with my husband. Right. I can't get up at 4 a.m. and go to bed at 8 at night. One, sports happen past 8 p.m. So I need to, I try to be up till at least 10. That allows me to still get like seven, six, seven hours of sleep, depending on whatever. That means I have to work out after work at this point in my life, which yeah. is fine. But I've been prioritizing that. Like I don't even go home and drop my shit off from work. I work out there. across the street from my house. I go straight there. I mean, that's damn smart, well, though. if I get in the house, I'm going to get distracted by something. And then I'm gonna be like, you know what? I can do it tomorrow. There's always you're going to keep saying I can do it tomorrow. And I can there do it is tomorrow. always until, tomorrow. <laughs> Signed professional a year later. And you're like, how did I totally fall off? Because yeah. I kept saying tomorrow. That's an excuse. Anyway, if you have children, um, you might look into finding a gym that does daycare. Yes. Really good option that will make it easier to ensure that you do get that time alone while you exercise. Sometimes they'll have like play classes, things like that. If you prefer to work out from home, look into virtual workouts that you can do. There's tons of apps. There's tons of YouTube videos. There's a, a plethora of things that you yeah. can do. You could also buy our programming <laughs> and go through the, we have. I mean, it's one. there. <laughs> and, and that's something that like it's there's templates for it. It, yeah. it walks you through. It gives you all of the instructions. There are so many options out there. Like if you need assistance or help or want to be pointed in some direction on getting started in that timing, whatever you can email us at hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Yep. We are, I think, I think the domain is still up. So we're good. You should be able to email us. I've been paying the bill. Otherwise, it's Sasha, S-A-U-S-H-A, at her at sports, H-U-R-R-D-A-T dot com. Oop. <laughs> um, let me see, actually. Hold on. Uh, my clacky keyboard. I bought a mechanical keyboard. This is the worst idea for live broadcasting from my office. But oh, nope, it's still there. Okay, cool. We're good. Yeah, you can email us. Hello at me at Test Kitchen. <laughs> We're professionals. We are. Um, so things that work for us. We're finally at the end of this fucking episode. We've made it. Yay. Hey, you survived. Uh, so things that work for us. So making time for myself. As much as I love to tell people how they should make their lives better. Guess what? I'm a fucking human. And I don't always do the best for myself either. So this is a department that I could be doing better in personally. I have been doing better in it. Um, the people that talk to me on a frequent basis are fully aware. Uh, I am a much happier and healthier person now than I was 12 months ago. Sasha and I had that conversation the other day, actually. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know what we were talking about 12 months ago? And I was like, I was probably talking about killing myself. And she's like, you sure were. <laughs> it's like, this is why we stay. Because yeah. things get less shitty eventually. You just have to fucking stick around to see it through. So I always crawl through Reddit before we do an episode because Reddit is essentially like the message board of the internet. It's mm -hmm. where everybody fucking shows up. It's where you get all the trash takes. It's where you find the good stuff. Like, it's all there. So I went through, um, I don't remember what, oh, it was called Deciding to Be Better was the subreddit. And I saw this post and I, it's Moru Gumi, I think is how you pronounce it. It's like a three-year-old post, but it really fucking resonated with me yesterday when I read it while I was sitting on the toilet. 
And it said, one of the most useful things my therapist ever said to me was treat your body the way that you treat one of your beloved pets. And this clicked for me the way that the usual exercise, eat well, drink water and sleep advice never did. I had and have lots of issues and emotions around my body. And her advice reminded me to not be angry at my body because I realized it's innocently trying to stay alive and doesn't know that it's making myself dysphoric. Um, but like any animal, my body needs to be exercised, washed, fed proper food with enough protein and not bottom of the shelf friskies. You can have bottom of the shelf friskies every now and then. Your temple can eat some fucking tacos every now and then. But TLDR, do better because you deserve the love just as much as anyone or anything else in your daily life that you care about. A thousand percent. I don't even have anything to add to that because that's perfectly stated. Like your body is a temple stuff. That's what that's getting at. Even on your worst days, you still deserve to love yourself yeah. and take care of your body. If that means that you need to have buffalo mac and cheese from wherever the place is, hey, man. that's what you need that day. You order that noodles and company buffalo chicken mac and cheese. <laughs> Sometimes I will not because lactose, but you yeah. enjoy it. We all deserve to have patience with ourselves, to love ourselves enough to give ourselves an hour a day or 15 minutes a day or bask in the sunlight by walking around your building on your lunch break. Yep. You deserve that because you're worth it. Period. Yes. And it like that's the thing too. Like people people are so good at discarding themselves. Like almost to the point where we're humans are the fucking masters of it. Obviously we created it. Um, but stop fucking discarding yourself. You're valid. You're worth the time. You're worth the fucking energy. And people do care about you. Your brain is being a fucking liar. If it's telling you that nobody cares about you, I goddamn guarantee it that there is at least one other person on this fucking miserable planet that would give a shit if you weren't here. Yep. Remember that from two people that have not wanted to be here for a long bit of history of our lives. Fucking remember that, please. If you take anything away from anything that I ever, ever, ever say on this podcast is that you are fucking worth it. 100%. The broken parts of you. They're not you, your fault. You owe it to them to continue working on yourself. If I would have known at 12 years old that at almost 40 years old, by sticking with it and believing in myself, even if I felt like I was lying, that I would be where I'm at today, I probably would have bawled as much as I did about the things that hurt me when I was a kid. For real, dude, little us would be so proud. They would be. They would think we're so fucking cool. Seriously. You are, you're worth it. You are fucking cool. <laughs> you deserve to set aside time to love yourself because yes. taking care of yourself and like doing things for yourself is an act of love. And you Period. need to love yourself more than you love anybody else on this planet. Because if you can't love yourself, that love that you're trying to give others is hollow. Yep. And we that shit that. hurts. Think about it. it does. We're going to leave you with that. MTK. <laughs> Out. A Herd at Sports Network production.